Presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Malin's going to call his own number. He's got a hole 20, 25, 30. Malin in the open field, 40. Malin across midfield. They're not going to catch him. Malin to the 30, to the 20. Malin's all alone at the 10. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Raider. Spear up the right side. Can he get in? He's in. Touchdown, Eagles. This is Friday Night Live. Season 10. All lines up in the backfield. They send a man around. It's going to be a jet sweep. He takes it off the right side. Got a hole. Breaks Cuts down. loose. Uh, down to the 10. To the 5. Touchdown. Right back to the handoff. And it's going to be a touchdown from Hansel Bulldogs. It's time for Friday Night Live. From Coleman Community Radio. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband, supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs, from clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. 
Coleman Electric Cooperative's mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity, while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student-athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections. Brighter future. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to Friday Night Live, season number 10 here from Vimont High School. The Eagles and the Susan Moore Bulldogs are set to kick this one off here in about 15 minutes here from Mark's Mother Stadium. Time to bring you in here to the broadcast tonight. We bring you guys the best crew in the business tonight. Nick McCarley, Oscar Ricardo, and Garen Boat right here with us right now in the box. Alex may join us later. We don't know. Guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back to FM. Tell a friend. We're back for season 10. <laughs> Live 95 country, FM country. Let's ride. Let's Nowhere ride. else I'd rather be on a Friday night. <laughs> Where else would you be? The premier broadcast in Coleman County. You know, do we have a name for ourselves? We are the Coleman County Sports Network. No, like a name for like just our broadcast in particular. Not yet. Like not that's yet. what I mean. We need to come up with something. I know. Uh, we'll think of it. Of course, Friday Night Live is always brought to you this week, of course, by Cyber Broadband Merchants Bank. Keisha Brewer, State Farm, Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Appliance Repair, Happy Homes Real Estate, Adam Anchor, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet, and Coleman Electric Cooperative. They keep the lights on this building, so we got to be nice to them. Odin's Auto Glass, they keep the glass in front of us probably. And the Warriors team at the Hagmore Realty Group, if we don't get them happy, they're going to sell the box we're in. <laughs> Not really, guys. We like to keep everybody happy here, especially our listeners. Glad to be back to FM and have the wide audience of Coleman County listening to us this week. We're glad they've given us this opportunity once again to broadcast the game to us. Should be a good one, especially the past couple of years. The game's been oh, yes. phenomenal. Yes, the last three years we've had a great contest here. Uh, we didn't have one here. This is the first time they've been here in a while. Uh, looking at the 3A Region 7 standings, Vimont, it's been tough sledding for them, but they kind of come in at fourth place right now in this region. The top of the region, though, belongs to the Madison Academy Mustangs. 3-0 and overall with a 1-0 and region record. Now, I get it that the region record for Madison Academy is less than the Susan Moore region record, which they are 2-0. and I would say that Madison Academy still played some tough competition. I can attest to that. One loss for these Bulldogs. They are 3-1 and overall as they come in tonight here looking for their third region win if they can get it. As they are 2-0 and in second place. In the region, only loss they had was a 20 to nothing shutout at Douglas, the other Eagles of the land. 
they also uh, have uh, county rival Jamie Pennington to worry about on their coattails as they are 2-2, two 1-1 and two, one and one in their region. A game between those two is going to be the decider between the playoff spots. The fourth seed, though, currently belongs to Vimont. 1-3, and three, got their first win in a shutout last week against the Brindley Mountain Lions. 1-0 in the region while below them. And coming in at fifth place, believe it or not, is the Asbury Rams. One and three overall. They got a win against Brindley Mountain as well. One and one in the region. Danville number six and Brindley Mountain seven. So the region looks pretty interesting for these two teams tonight. Conditions here at Mark Smother Stadium. Going into this one, we're expecting conditions of sunny skies with a high near 81. It's cooled off on the field. The lights have come on already. A northeast wind expected around 5 miles an hour into the fourth quarter, though. We'll dip down into our upper 50s, 58 with a north wind around 5 miles an hour. That forecast provided to us by the National Weather Service office in Huntsville. I'm not James Spann, but that's uh, what you can expect tonight, which uh, maybe he'll share our post on Facebook. Who knows? It'll be quite legendary. The most famous local weatherman in the whole nation, I believe. So the Vimont record is 1-3. They have scored 112 points, scoring average 28.0 per every game they've played. They've allowed 98 points. Defense averaging average allowance of 24.5. They've had a pretty tough, I'd say, go-around. They lost one game here to Good Hope. That was a big game that they had. Did pretty well up front, then Good Hope pulled away and got a 19-point lead on them and won that one. Had a pretty close comeback against West Point, but didn't end up finishing the job, 28-33. to And then they got their best win of the season against Brindley Mountain, 44 to nothing. The game that we covered, our first game of the season, that was a thriller to the end. Oh, yes, it was. It was and a good game. Ended up being a six-point differential between the Falkville Blue Devils and the Vimont Eagles, which costed them the game, unfortunately, on a crazy trick play that we'll always remember. Good team in Falkville this year. wonder if they'll make any noise in their region. For Susan Moore, they have scored 102 points, and they have allowed 26. So that's an average of 6.5 allowed per game while scoring 25.5. Again, a three and one record. Only loss they had is when they played Douglas at home with twenty to nothing shutout, and then they shut everybody else out except West End. It was thirty three to six, but thirty three to nothing against Danville and thirty six to nothing against the Asbury Rams. This is Coach Robinson's seventh season here as the head coach of the Vimont Eagles. They're looking to get another playoff clinching spot, while Wes Patterson is a first time caller here in this game tonight. He is the coach for the Bulldogs tonight. Now last our season before we had a different coach and now we have a different coach again. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're moving on and up. As we've been scheduling that game. One thing I've noticed is Susan Moore has a sign that says there's going to be some angry bird tonight. Wouldn't Angry Birds go better? Yeah, I don't. I I mean the game's called Angry Birds. And Vinemont, I would assume, like unless they're talking about the mascot, you know, would each player be its own bird? Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you really want to anger those birds? Why are they angry? They will be if they win this game, I guess. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, so. <laughs> there might be more than one. It might be a whole franchise now. I did play the game back in the day. Oh, yeah. Captains for Vinemont tonight, number 63, Rylan McCray. 
Number three is Kyler Pugh, 12, Diego Rodriguez, and number four, Brandon Johnson. Susan Moore yet to trot their captains out. Bymont going to be dressed in their red jerseys here tonight. Red solid helmet, solid red shirt, white numerals with these blue linings on them, and their white pants with red stripes down the side. Blue lining, you got a good eye. I couldn't tell that from here. Well, that's the that's the third color in, in the Bymont scheme. You don't see it a whole lot, but that's the third color in the scheme. Is the, I just I just can't see the blue on the shirt, but I think this window needs to be cleaned a little bit. But no. In which you were down on the field earlier, so I'm sure you were able to get a better look. I just cannot see blue. I think I see it a little bit. Well, it's, it's it's there. It's barely there, but it's not meant to be well known. Well, we have a kid in what looks like is that Rob Gronkowski? Rob jersey? Gronkowski is on but that's the field. A, it's a modern jersey though, too. Yeah, Gronk never wore that one, other than unless that's a color rush. They did rather color rush a couple times. Susan Moore now trots their captains out to the midfield. Gonna look at those guys. Tough to see who is who over there at the moment. The Moore for four. Four captains for Susan Moore. Looks like one of them is number 15. Yeah, that's one of them. Number 15, Cade Justice. Brian Harper, 51, Harris Harper. I'm going to turn that guy down a little bit. Elliot Walker. A little loud, isn't he? Y'all want to hear us. Number 12, Diego Rodriguez. Number 4, Brandon Johnson. Coming in a little bit. Number 3, Tyler Pugh. Number 63, Rowan Booming here on the Vimont side. They got a speak. They got new speakers in here. I saw. Still set for kickoff in about five minutes or so. Here from Mark's Mother Stadium. Captains are still talking things out on the midfield logo. Official turnaround to give us the decision. He's going to tell us that. Vimont will receive. Vimont will receive the ball to begin the game. So that means they will kick off into the second half. So hopefully, in this game, this is a game that they needed to control the halves. They needed to control. They they didn't the middle control, eight. Did not control the first half in last season's game. Ended up falling on the road. The second game, they controlled the half and then had to take a couple shots downfield to just keep Susan Moore away. It took into the fourth quarter, into the late minute of the fourth quarter. We were talking about pausing and had enough time to call our friends and talk about, you know, tomorrow's college football games. You know, they gave them plenty of time there last last time we went to Susan Moore. This time, Vimont's going to have to play quick. Some good ones this week in college football. We do have to talk about it. And here comes the Bulldogs, and following them are the Eagles. As we try to bring you the sounds of Vimont tonight. Loud tonight here, and we love that.
We get set for kickoff here. Susan Moore will send somebody out to kick. I don't know who is listed as their kicker on the roster. But in years past, they have had a good kicker. That's what we love to see. I see no one listed so far. We're about to see. He's got a big block, I notice. Looks like number eight. Diego Rodriguez back to accept the kick. Excuse me, number nine, Axel Silva. Man, what a name. He is back. (laughs) I thought he had graduated. I'm sorry. He is back. We've been covering this game three years now. The axe murderer, Axel (laughs) Silva. He is a senior this season. We've covered this game since he was a sophomore. And, man, he got some good playing time. So Silva will be the kickoff specialist here as he's going to turn around and now get set up the 40-yard line of their own. Kicking from right to left. As you listen here, Vimal will take the ball down towards the train tracks. Kick is up. It's a deep one. It's a nice one. Fielded, Going to be fielded at the five-yard line by, I believe, Rhodes. And I think he's broken open again and pushes Rodriguez someone forward. Excuse us, Diego Rodriguez, number 12 there. Only could see the two on his jersey. There is a flag down, however. Probably coming back, guys. Mm. Okay, officials not talking about the flag yet. But they are moving the players backwards. They are now. And now they will call it against Vinemont. We've got a flag against Vinemont. Glad you're with us tonight here. On Coleman's Live 95, WRJM, LP Coleman. Glad you're with us here from Bonmont. Glad we could be this week's game of the week. Key for Susan Moore. Load the box. Yeah. Oh, they're touching our equipment. What are they doing? That was an unauthorized union move. We'll punish them later. Yeah. (laughs) Take it to our union office. You never know what's going to happen here in live radio. We're not really bad. All right, so we'll take over again. Left to right here as you listen. The quarterback, Rush Sandlin, comes in. Empty backfield as he'll run up the middle this time. Use his skill that he does. One play, so well. one play in, Susan Moore did what I told him, loaded the box and got decent results out of it. Two and a half, maybe three-yard gain for Vinemont on the first play. We'll see if this forces Vimont to spread the field a little more. They'll be more resourceful this time around. Maybe try to spread the field around. Sandlin has a runner to his left. He's going to get it in the gut. Broke it open. Oh, no, to the 50. It's Diego. He is going, and he is brought down. Inside the 40-yard line, Diego Rodriguez picks up the big Adamaker. Mitch Smith drive for the first down. Good blocking on that play. Very good blocking by the receivers there. Tight end. Got him to the second level. Just lost the foot race in the end. Only thing that stopped it from being a touchdown. The official is talking to the box. Don't know what he said to the box. I don't know if he was even talking to the... PA, or if he was talking to a score, the, the clock scorekeeper. For, for a second, I thought they may call a horse collar there, but which I didn't think it was. But he grabbed, yeah, he grabbed the number. Yeah, from the 38 yard line, Diego gets it again up the middle, 
for about two. And about four. Four yard carry. The ball boy is the one wearing this Gronk jersey, by the way. It's a nice jersey. Play games three, second and seven for Okay, so good set for Vimont. Second and seven here. It's been Diego Rodriguez's ball most of the time. Sandlin could change his options always. He's been known to keep it himself. This time he goes with Rhodes. Rhodes is going to be stifled and tackled in the backfield for a big loss. Thrown down in the backfield. They sniffed that out. It was a good one-on-one play by the defender. That guy, Susan, wore his number 52. Garcia, Gabriel Garcia was the one to get in there and read that one. He's the first one to put his hand out as well towards Joshua Rhodes. Well, here's the first third and third down play. Do you think they're going to maybe throw Looks the ball? Like they are going they're to lining up. Empty too. set. Empty backfield here. A step back for Sandlin. He's got someone he could look for. Nope. Instead, he's going to keep it himself and get sacked here. The loss of one. That didn't fool anybody from Susan Moore. They're, like, they're not going to throw it. <laughs> We've been watching film. I look at the coverage. They, your option you had, the best one was Rhodes, and he was guarded quick, uh, covered very well by this number three who's got the height differential on him. That's Joshua Robinson. Five months going for it on fourth and long. Ooh. Ain't going to scare nobody here. They're going to go for it. Diego kind of steps back here. Get the, uh, do they throw it or position. do they just hand it to Diego? Joshua Rhodes in motion. Fake the handoff. Now hits Rhodes wide open. He's got the ball and the first down to the 20. And he stays on his feet to about the 15. Good things happen when you pass it. <laughs> and that's going to be the Adam Aker at Mitch Smith. Chevrolet drive for the first down by Josh Rhodes. Nice pick up there, and that was a smart play. That was, that was, I loved every minute of that. What? Who busted the coverage for Susan Moore? No one was even over there. You got a man in motion. There should be someone following him. And I bet the coaches for Susan Moore say, you won't, we won't get burned again there. First and 10 at the 15. Keeper for Sandlin. Looks like the ball will come out. I don't know. I have no idea who has that. Both sides say they got it. <laughs> We're gonna wait. The there is a fumble on the play. We don't know which way it's going. They are still pulling bodies off the pile. I think they recovered the ball back. Looks like Vimont saved it. All right, stays with Vimont. Gives him a yard. That was our friend Braden Specs-Jones. He said hi to the broadcast. Friend of Live 95. Glad he's here tonight. Second and nine. Gives us a student in point. Diego Rodriguez gets the handoff. Diego's galloping. Cuts inside to the house. Touchdown, Eagles. Great run there from Diego. He's having success when he bounces off the tackle. Yeah. Between the tackles, they're getting stuffed. But when they pull guys and go outside the tackle, it's working pretty well. Anything that's not between the tackle, like my summary of that drive was outside the tackles, good. Inside the tackles. Oh, here's that swinging gate, Nick, that you like. Look at this garbage. Going for two. Oh, they went for it. Oh, no. 
Flag is down. They didn't. They didn't let that happen. On the defense. Oh, all right. Okay. Make it easier for the kicker then. We'll Just line up and kick an extra point. I will say one noticeable uh, difference here for Vimont tonight. That critical aspect you're looking for, Nick, he's in street clothes. Caden Henderson. Oh, no. Looks like he's sitting out tonight. No no reason we know. There's no world where they're not handing it to Diego Rodriguez right here. I think he's getting the direct snap. He is. Diego Rodriguez gets the direct snap. He gets it number two. What a what a play. Eight-point lead for Vimon. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network. That's powered by Coleman's Live 95. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles, and because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. Welcome back to Mark Smothers Stadium. Ado Vimont leads. Rush Sandlin's out to kick this one away. Fielded directly at the 20 by Susan Morris, number two. And he's, he's going to take a lot of room there and just move the ball quick as he could. Hey, that was a good catch catching that line drive kick like that. When they catch that squib, usually you got room to run because the defense doesn't have time to get down there. That's Joshua Robinson was the return man. He did pretty great with the blocking he got. That takes it to the 39. Now we see Susan Moore for the first time. Their new quarterback in this season is, I believe they've got number five, Trey Cook in this time around. As they put one in motion. Bad snap on that right there, but he ends up making a play out of it nonetheless. Easy Gets play. a nine-yard gain on the carry up on the right side. Snag yeah, he got, yeah, he got it with the, the right arm and kind of just shouldered it and said, I'm going to have to run with it anyway. Those eyes never looked left downfield, though. He was, he was ready. I believe Trey Cook is the quarterback. I believe he is the son of the gentleman who runs the camera at Susan Moore. The couple games we've done. If you've been to the Susan Moore box, you know everybody in the box because you're standing literally next to them. <laughs> yep. Okay, there's only two guys covering three men right now for Susan Moore. I'd pass it that way. Looks like Trey Cook's going to flip it to his trusted running back. He's run. got an edge there. Got a good blocker. Has to beat a couple defenders to stop that one. I thought he retired from filming. Well, if you've got a, the numbers on the outside and you're not going to throw it, at least, you know, yeah, make them use some, make them block. And that's yeah. what they did on that play. So it'll pick up the Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet Drive. For Are the first we down. in? Are we in? Is that what I think it is, guys? 
We got to tell him. Oh, it's home. in the shotgun. It, he's in the shotgun formation. He's got the wishbone. The wishbone out yep. here. Looks like Wes Patterson's going to change some things up. His quarterback Cook keeps it. Another nine yard. About an eight yard gain. Actually, got tripped up a little early. He's a strider with it. Like he's always got his his head is like right in the air as he is running. Yeah, live ninety five country. Let's ride. PA giving us a shout out. Well, they can tune in on their phones and listen. And we don't have the radios to hand out like they do with the Alabama games. I know Not we yet. need those. No, they'd, they'd be mad at us if we did. Second and eight. Why don't they be mad at us? As they're just going to do this wishbone again. Quick running here is going to pay off big for number 12 of Susan Moore. That's going to be Logan Blackwell. All of the lights. Oh, boy. And we have light in the box tonight. The printer's running low on ink back at the uh, Union House, so we need a little bit of light here. <laughs> well, the true justice. Drew that one out. Spent all the dues on the new TV, so. As <laughs> Kyler Pugh and Brandon Johnson team up to get a stop there for Vimont. It will be second and seven now. Best play Vimont's defense had early on so far. Susan Moore's been walking down the field till that play. See what they draw up here. Haven't really left this wishbone set once. Cook gets it and then goes back to keep it himself, it looks like. He Ooh. is going to get stuffed behind the 20, though. Good tackle out in space there by number 22. And Malachi Adams was quick to be there. It looked like Kyler P was also in the vicinity. and Had Malachi slipped up a little bit, that would have been Kyler Pugh's one to wrap up. However, Malachi did do a great job there. It is third and six here. Oh, uh -oh. they got him. And they were able to draw Vimon off sides. That makes it a lot easier. As they were able to get Roman Romero off sides. That will give them five yards, but that's not enough to turn it to a first down yet, though. So they'll still have to wait. Wait a minute. Okay. No, here we, there go. we go. Okay, Makes it that really makes easy with two tries. Well, now it makes it easier on third yeah. and short, but as they do some late substitution as Devin Ivey comes out, and I believe we just had Gabriel Price, Gabriel Price just check in. Is the price right? This time they go for Justice. Justice goes up the middle and gets Three that first down. That's all they needed. The Adam Maker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet Drive for the first down is picked up by the number 10 for Susan Moore, the 5'9 junior running back, Drew Justice. Another key early is these red zone situations. If you saw Vinemont execute when they were down here, now we got to see if Susan Moore can answer. 8 to nothing, Vinemont, 3 minutes and 58 seconds in the first quarter. I don't know what that was about. There's a flag thrown late. It was like a false start thrown against the offense. So this will be negating them five yards, first and 15 coming up with about 352 in the first quarter. They are trying to drive in this red zone, but penalties are going to keep them technically out for a minute. 
All right, let's see what they do as they set back up here. Logan Blackwell is to the right. Justice in the backfield. Price to the left. This time, Justice again. A flag comes out again. This time near the Vimont sideline. Like Pugh was able to make the stop. What is the flag going to be? Is this going to be assessed against Susan Moore? I believe it would be. Also, this had, once again, another illegal procedure. This just got a lot harder. Yeah. So far, the penalty bug has been striking. At least we got one of our own beside the crowd, Mike. So first and even longer, one from the 20-yard line. Cook is going to pass downfield. Incomplete intended that one for Travis Cook. I don't know if there's any relation. There may be some relation there. They did not think that was coming, so. They'll be second and long again from the from 20 yard. 20 yards they need. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was a, a, a bad throw or the receiver didn't run the right route. He was also getting hurried. Yeah. What we think about playing a team with a calling a team with a left handed quarterback? Is this a first? I think this is a first, actually. I don't know. I can't remember one. Left-handed quarterback, Trey Cook. So far tonight, let's see what he can do. The lefty shuffling his feet, screen pass on the right side, and we got another flag, I believe. Wow. Whoa. Wait a minute. What? I don't know. I'm a little confused there. I'm a little, never, okay, I'm a little confused there. I never saw the ball hit the ground, but same. we don't have the best And I don't think view, he, did so. he go out, he didn't go out of bounds because the line was way We're over there. That was weird. Unless he had stepped out of bounds and came back in to get the pass. Did not see what had happened there. Well, they're saying it was intended for Ivy too, but that was yeah. not who I had. So we'll just chalk that one up as, as something there. Trey Cook again. Left-hander he goes to the pass. It. This time it does hit the turf. Intended that one for Blackwell. This will be fourth down. Fourth and 20 to be exact. Here do you just go for it, I guess? Throw it deep. If they get a pick, it doesn't even hurt you. Don't hurt the try. I, that might be what I do. Just take a shot to the end zone. Heck, let them have the pick, you know. Just tackle them if they... Well, big move if they do it. They're, go, they're lining up to go for it. They yeah. are. One man in the backfield here. It's going to be Cook as the quarterback. Move. Ivy in motion. Cook in trouble. Pressure coming. The red wave gets him. The ball squirts out. Incomplete on the turf. That will be turnover on downs. So Bymont comes back to the field. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Nothing new here. There is a flag down. Still first down. Okay. So we're still good there. I believe it was a penalty against the the Bulldogs. That was probably declined. 
crowd mic's having some trouble out there. Might need to get some new batteries for it. Who knows? Better get out of there. It's going to be Josh Rhodes this time on the direct Josh carry to the, the carry. left side. And just really couldn't do a whole lot that time around. Looked like one of those roads on 31 right now. Shut down. I don't know if y'all rode 31 lately, around Hartsell especially. It's one line. It's two lanes now. Oh no! Quite miserable. I try to stay away from that kind of stuff. I can't avoid it. Second and long here for Vimeo as they come back to the field left to right. As you listen, we're under about two minutes in the first quarter. This time, another keeper. For Diego Rodriguez, and he is going to get snipped out it. there, and he lost it. Did they whistle it dead? I didn't hear a whistle, but I think they're calling it dead. Did you guys hear a whistle? I didn't hear, no I didn't whistle. hear the whistle. No. A big, big break for Von Mott. Yeah, that was pretty big there. I don't know that he was down. We don't have the best view, but you could argue his forward progress has stopped, and I think that's what the refs are saying, but. I'd like to see a replay of that one. Looks like third and about 14 to go here. I'd say the only way out of trouble here is if Sandlin passes this one. I agree. Rhodes in motion, Diego in the backfield, and there's a flag. One on both sides. They were so excited to pass block that ball started the offense. get to try this with even longer. This has been the penalty bowl so far. Hey, I'm glad we're getting this out of the way early, not late in the fourth when it's, we hope, you know, a critical play time. So third and long again. Sandlin in quarterback position, gets the snap. Steps back to throw. Sandlin heaves it downfield for Pugh. He caught it. He's got it at the 50. At the 40 and tackle finally. Oh, he's seeing something, guys. Now, I have another bold idea. Instead of waiting till it's third and long to do that, sprinkle it in on first and second down. <laughs> That'll be a big Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for the first down for the Bymont Eagles as Kyler Pugh able to haul in a nice pass. The quarterback really did drop Rush it in Hamlin. a bucket there. Not really. That was a good play by the receiver. As they list Pugh as one of the tight ends on the team. Pays out well, no more, as a wide receiver as Diego gets it. Up the middle. He's also listed as a tight end on this team as well, but plays more at running back than anything. Like the many Eagles before him. A lot of Eagles are very small Eagles. That is true. That is true. So let's see what they do here on second and about seven to go. On a three-yard gain from Diego. Slow to get to the pocket here is Sandlin there. They're just going to let this quarter expire. So good news for Vimont. They have won the first quarter. They've seen to do that three more times, and they win this game here. He speaks back. Eight-nothing here as we get another fresh 12 minutes on the board. The second quarter coming up in just a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network. This one brought to you 
by Coleman's Live 95. When it comes to auto glass repair and replacement, the friendly folks at Odin's Auto Glass are the pros who know. They service auto, truck, marine, and everything in between. With over 30 years of experience, there's not a lot they can't do. You can find out for yourself why Odin's Auto Glass is Coleman's most trusted auto glass shop by calling 256-734-2800 or visiting their location off Highway 31 in Coleman. Proud sponsors of the Coleman County Sports Network. And we are back. The current score, 8 nothing here from Vimon as the Eagles have won the first quarter. They've just got to win the next three. 8 nothing. as we bring you back live and loud from Mark Smother Stadium here in South Vimon. So far been the, a battle of offenses. As I think the crowd, Mike, may have taken a shot. Check back in with that later. Nonetheless, back to the field now. I mean, second and seven as we remember it. Diego to the left of Rush Sandlin. Rush Sandlin steps back. Rush Sandlin's pressured out. Throws it again oh, in no. garbage time. This time it's going to be a pick from the Susan Moore Bulldogs. And he They're is going to try to go coast to coast. As he's got one block, two blocks. All he's going to be all the way to the house. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Pick six. Good things happen when you pass it for somebody. <laughs> you never have to find who. As Travis Cook. Takes it to the house on the pick six. Exciting things happen when you pass it. Something happens when you pass the ball. Great blocking by the Susan Moore players, by the way. They convoy that very well. Looks like they've done that drill a few times. Mm -hmm. Officials having a little bit of a meeting here on the uh, other side. What's new? Come on, guys. Let's keep the focus on the football. I'm talking with the ball boy from Susan Moore for some reason. Nothing. Uh, oh, oh, hold on. Is this a deflate gate situation? What are we getting here? Sideline warning? Against Vaughn or Susan Moore? Sideline warning. On Susan Moore. Okay, sideline warning against the Bulldogs for whatever reason. Guess they got to look sight on that pick six. Okay, we got another one. I'm a little confused. They, they said that twice, like it might have happened again. I don't see what is going or on. Or was though. he just communicating to the PA who was on? I'm not sure. Well, the PA he said it twice. But he didn't say who. He did not say who. You're right. Silva to kick the PAT. Easy this one money, is baby. good. Well, it's an 8-7 ball game now. And now it's time to check the Odin's Auto Glass. Big glass four. we got a lot of sounds coming in, but we do apologize. I think it's our crowd mic finally taking the shot it took a second ago from a, a fan. Don't know what happened down there. They might need new batteries. Who knows? 
the signal has not been great here on the Verizon customers. If you're a Verizon customer out Vimont, signal has not been great lately. But you know what helps? Cyber broadband. Can he, in fact, go? He's shown he can go. As Axel Silva set to kick this one away, we know Coleman leading Lee of Huntsville 7 to nothing. West Point trailing Fairview 7 to nothing in that ball game, and Etowah trails Good Hope 7 to 6. Also, Cherokee County 7 over Hansful, over Hansful nothing. This one is going to be fielded in the backfield and brought Diego down Rodriguez. by Diego Rodriguez at about the Oh, did he fumble? 29. Oh, no, there is a fumble, though. That's the third tonight for Vimont. Of course, one got thrown back by way of being ruled down before it could even come out. This time, Vimont recovers again. Couple of heads-up plays. Close calls for sure. You don't like to see that, but maybe that's out of the system now. They're slow to get back. 13 seconds on the play clock. One-point lead, 8-7. This is the duel we were expecting. As Sandlin this time is going to go with Diego Rodriguez. Trusts him to take it. And this time they the ball is out again. again. I don't think they got it that time. This time I think Susan Moore may have finally scooped it up. They've been lurking for it, and they have, they're have. they saying they got it. Officials confirm. Confirm, and nope. Susan Moore's ball. We spoke too soon. It was not out of the system. <laughs> Momentum in the past, what, three or four plays? You had Vimont driving. They got a big stop. They look like they're going to score again. They hit a bomb. Then they throw the pick six, and now up two fumbles in a row on consecutive plays. And, you know, I see plenty of times where they could get these guys open. There's, there's plenty of times where there's guys open downfield. I don't know if it's just they don't have the confidence in the pocket or not, but I need to look at something different in this one to stay alive. Left to right as you listen here, first and ten. Cook is going to heave it over. Incomplete intended. He had a step to Travis Cook. Now if you're the Susan Moore offense, the impetus is on you. Like your defense has made, your defense has made two amazing plays on consecutive drives. Now the offense, you need to score. Vinemont's backing off these receivers a whole lot. I would love any kind of, like, moving back to the ball action from the receivers. Scooting up a little bit now. He knows his quarterback's quick to throw this one away if he's got to. This time he's going to hand this one off on the right side. He's got a convoy. Trusted running back has to beat one man. Takes it to the house. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Celebrated a little early, but he still got it. Like he almost ate that celebration, but he... He snuck in there, but yeah, yeah, it was close. Devin Ivey is the one that took it to the house, and it looked like he was about to get met quickly there by... I believe I was number five on my side, but I don't have a number five on my roster for Vaughn but could be wrong on that one. Nonetheless, Vaughn takes it to the house. 
This game, looks, this game looks drastically different than it did in the first quarter after he makes that extra point. Kick is up and good. We've got a new leader here in this one. We're back in a moment here as the Bulldogs now take your lead 14 to 8. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call Welcome back to Vimon. Trailing so far this one, 14 to 8 here. Been a good one this one. Susan Moore in town. It's a 3A Region 7 clash here. The game of the week here on the Coleman County Sports Network. And wow, it has not disappointed the Bulldogs. After a pick six and then a quick drive after they get a turnover by way of a fumble. Turn those into easy money. you got to get momentum back right now if you're Vinemont. Life has came at you fast. Which is amazing because the first series for both teams, I thought Vinemont looked great. Good drive. Good stop. I mean, a lot of that was Susan Moore shooting themselves in the foot on offense, but still a great stop. But then two plays by the Susan Moore defense. Silva set the boot this one away from the 40. And to be fielded by Josh Rhodes. Unless he lets it bounce in the end zone. No, he'll take it instead. Stutter steps on one, cuts inside for the other, and he's got to stay out of the end zone. Gets the edge there. Brings it to the, about the 12-yard line. That was real fun. Walk for a second. He is hurt. Oh, my goodness. He is hurt. He is hurt. Welcome back to Vinemont here as we get back to going here. And they're not calling a timeout here. If we were just off, I, I believe we may have been knocked off for some reason. We should be back now. What we're seeing on the field, Vinemont took a return as Josh Rhodes ran hard and took a kind of, of a shot in the stomach and went off. On the sideline, clutching his stomach. Seems to be being held by the training staff. Of course, the players on the field kind of looking over to see what's going on. He's back on his feet, walking over to be helped by the training staff. So, best wishes for him. It looks like he took a shot to the stomach on the return. Diego Rodriguez is going to be the keeper for this Flag. one. Flag is down, Flag, though. Rodriguez. It's come. Runs off right tackle. There's a flag on the field. I don't know what they're going to have to do here if that's the case for... Diego Rodriguez. First and ten still, but officials taking their time to decide what they are calling. Still kind of getting the call confirmed. This is going to go against Vinemont. They just call a chop block. That's a rare call. 
That's not necessarily the rarest of rarest calls, but that is a rare one nonetheless. As I'll be honest, my, my eyes were to the sideline at the moment when that happened, so I missed what the play was. This will be first and long here for the Eagles. Momentum, they need it. If you got it, give it to them on the field. I mean, what's been working so far? Sandlin, this time, plenty of time. Whoa, hold plenty on. Plenty of time for a flag to come Bag out. On the field. We might break a record tonight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been more flags than plays. A legal procedure against the Eagles. and All right, we're going back further. Still first down, though. Just having to play it from the end zone. It's like in golf when you got to hit it out of the bunker. Be a good time for a pass here. I'd be looking towards uh, the far sideline. you got two. Trips to the far side this time. Sandlin's going to roll that side, keep it himself, though. I ain't going to argue with that call. Good call by the quarterback. Draw his own number. Picked up about three yards, maybe four. Still gets him out of that horrible position. He can kind of... Yeah, don't have to worry about a safety now. as much now. No, not as much. But, I mean, you're going to have to take a shot. As well as you can hold on to the ball, I guess. But if I'm on dealing with the injury bug, nonetheless, you can you can tell. Got to look to some new options here. 17 seconds on the play clock. We've got about 9 minutes and 47 seconds till we go to halftime here. It's a 14-18 to 18 lead for Susan Moore. Hitting this one out of their own territory. Empty backfield for Sandlin again. I'd still be looking on that far sideline. He looks like he's going to. He's going to throw it. It tipped up and it's picked again. You better tackle him. And this time they're going to have to wrap this one up. And they will. By the way, look how shiny that kid's cleats are. (laughs) Yeah. Those are shiny. Malachi Adams in there able to stop the run that time. Susan Moore will have to try again. They get the ball. And that is the second pick for Rush Sandlin tonight. Susan Moore, man. They're getting some great yardage here. On the 18-yard line. Yeah, this is going to be easy money for them. The way they showed in that last drive. Imoth's going to have to dial something crazy on defense. Keep them out of the end zone. (laughs) The only thing that can stop them is some uh, dirty laundry. Huh? Don't jinx us, Oscar. (laughs) First and 10 from the 18 of Vinemont. Susan Moore gets a great field position. Cook in at quarterback. Wishbone look at first, but hold on. Timeout will be called. We we all had like that PTSD look when we saw the uh, the whistle. (laughs) Not again. Uh, That old Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Here we go again. Oh, no. We got a lot going on on the Fairview side of things. Hopefully they can get back on the air. They're having some very serious technical difficulties over there. But we are going strong, baby, right here. So we hope. Well, I don't know. If this game, if this game gets to 28 to 8, we're going to go pack up and head to West Point quickly as we can. 
do a hundred down County Road two twelve. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. For you legal mean, reasons, I'm joking. <laughs> you mean drive safely the speed yes, limit? Yes. No, we're going to bring you this game right here, no matter what the outcome will be, because it'll be a good one because for our youth. We love Live ninety five country. <laughs> we do. That's right. That's right. I wonder what our saying this year will be because. You know, it has to form organically. We can't just manufacture it. It'll be something good. We'll look at it in hindsight as Cook comes in and hands this one off to Justice Justice. It's about four on the carry that time. Dalton Bryan with a stop. Play game two, Back to the field here as Drew Justice gets it on the left side. Does the handoff from Cook, and he gets it to the about the butt four-yard line. But there is a flag on the field. As Chris Knight and Xavier Sellers made a big stop there. Womp, womp. Eight minutes, 50 seconds, 14 to 8. Susan Moore leads. Some dirty laundry on the field. I don't know. You hate to see it. Well, it's going to be more than second and eight. Well, that was the decision beforehand. This is now going to be second and 12. No, second and 14. Sorry. You can still run the ball. And at the very least, you'll have a better chance on third down. And I mean, this is four down territory. I don't know. You have a kicker if you're Susan Moore. Drew Justice gets the handoff in this. I love this wishbone formation they're running here. They're mixing things up. They could they could come out in halftime and just do something different completely if they have the lead here. Just need Vimont to get some momentum going. Need to get some fire under their butts. This would be massive if you were Vimont to get a stop here. Get a stop here or turnover. They're shifting the lines, and coaches are throwing out signals as quick as they can to get everybody ready to go. It's third and long here for Susan Moore. One man in the backfield. Cook claps his hands, gets the handoff. No, fakes it, wants the throw. Play action, heaves it downfield. There's no one there. man wide open. Number 12 was wide open. he would have took anything off that. He could have walked in under it. That's right. As Logan Blackwell was wide open, but I think he, he was intending that for Logan Blackwell, but I think Blackwell was just a little too late either. I don't want to blame. That's not the ball you throw for that. I play, don't want to blame. Yeah, no, that's, I don't want to blame the receiver. The receiver did everything right. The quarterback just didn't have it in the right spot. Oscar, what'd you say? I just think he overthrew it. That simple. They're going to go for it on fourth down. Thought about going under center. This time steps back. Drew Justice in the backfield. Screen pass on the left side. Vimont is going to try to make the stop here. They are nowhere near the line to gain as Blackwell gets the ball, and that will be a turnover on downs. Big stop for the Eagles. 
I don't know how I feel about throwing the ball right there behind the line of scrimmage when you have to get, you know, 15, 20 yards for a first down. Yeah, I want it down. I mean, a pick does you nothing as long as they don't pick six. It. Yeah. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We'll talk about that later, though. Just some <laughs> something insight I saw on the on the internet, but we'll talk about that later here. First and ten. Nothing bad though. I, I heard a sound that sounded like a whistle, but it's the it's the scorekeeper. This is gonna be a play up the middle. Quarterback keeper for Rush Sandlin. I don't know, they're taking a minute to get back up here. Looks like so far in the Fairview game, the Aggies lead fourteen to nothing. And apparently kicked an onside kick and got it. For whatever reason, they are doing that early in the game. Second and nine coming up for Weimar here. Right to left as you listen here. Six minutes, 58 seconds in the half. Trailing by a score. Diego Rodriguez gets it. Not a lot he can do with it. Who are we missing tonight on the Bonmont side? I know we're... Oh, this doesn't look good. We're missing Will Height and Henderson tonight, and that's really where we're seeing a lot of the struggles for Vimont. Don't know the reason behind those players being out. Not that I was aware of any injuries that had happened. In the last week's game against Brindley Mountain, third and... Looks like about eight to go here. Look out, they got one wide if they'll hit him. Man in motion, Kyler Pugh gets the handoff. He gets the, bring it into the, looks like about the 28. Or sorry, the 24. To me, that was a good, you know, like first or second down play. But on third down, I understand they got some jitters right now, the way this offense has been these past three series. But, okay, you got to punt it here. You got to. Well, you got to give yourself a chance. Yeah. I do hate that we saw Vimont do some really great things that we haven't seen him do before. All right, we got fourth down, short to go. Sandlin's all alone here in the backfield. And whistles on this one. Timeout called Von Mon. Your score 14-8 back in a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstock scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family-owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone. 256-735-4184. 256-735-4184. H&S Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio. Welcome back to Vine Mod. Your score 14-8 here. The Eagles trailing the Bulldogs of Susan Moore. 
Currently on a fourth down and short here to go as uh, looks like we're going to get the direct snap to Diego Rodriguez on this play. He is going to punt this one away. Instead, tricked everybody because Susan Moore has no one in the backfield. Going to be touched down by Pugh and Adams. That won't be taken from the 22. Hey, he threw that pretty hard to the sideline. He might be the starting quarterback soon. Who knows? Fooled everybody on the on the punt there, but needed to happen. Showing a little versatility here. Able to make the stop on the last Susan Moore drive. This time they've got to stifle him quickly. Only down by one score at the moment. At the moment, first and ten, left to right for Susan Moore. We've got one player kind of running all over. This time they get it to Drew Justice as they kind of sent Gabriel Price all over the place for a second, trying to shuffle everybody. Malachi Adams and Brett Aaron with the stop. So second and ten coming up now. New update, Etowah is leading Good Hope 21-14, and Cherokee County leading Hansville 14-0. That one brought to you by the Odin's Auto Glass Big Glass Scoreboard as we have a quick run here from Logan Blackwell as he'll be tackled at about the 31 on a scamper for about five to six yards. No update on Josh Rhodes but at the moment. We do see. have a special guest coming up to the broadcast booth soon. Who do we have? The man. The man will be here. Wow, all right. Good to see he has made it down. The An educated amongst us. That's right. That boy can write and read. Different I, set here for Cook. I think Garen can as well. High snap for Cook. He'll put it right in the hands of Justice. Between me and Oscar, I can read and he can write. And we can both kind of count, but not very high. Yeah. When they start putting letters in the math, that's when we get tripped up a little bit, though. Oh, no. So they will give them the first down here. At the 35-yard line of Susan Moore. Left to right here in this half. They will get the ball back to begin the second half. So it, that was a decision that didn't really pay off for Weimar this time. Thought they are going to lose the ball for a second. Direct Got a snap. good little run. Uh, I didn't have the best angle for that one. I apologize. It was only a couple yards. Brandon Johnson would stop. It's Drew Justice this time to get the carry up the middle. Let's see, we're slow to get set up here. Different positions for Vimont changing all of Kyle. Peters kind of running all over the place. This time, Justice. And Justice, as it does normally, prevails. That was good. I was thinking Justice is blind. But that, didn't, <laughs> that was a good one. Sorry, I just got to give my homie a shout-out. 
when he does good work. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. First and ten on the Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for the first down for these Bulldogs. And they are working it hard like a Chevy Silverado does. And if you want to get yourself in a Chevy Silverado, go talk about Adam Aker down at Mitch Smith, Chevrolet. What's not to love? Justice is in motion. You don't hear that often. He's going to get set as the wide receiver this time. Cook, left-handed. Oh, he throws it into double coverage. Throws it into double coverage, but it's broken up nonetheless. Nice guarding. And Diego is going to get tagged with this one. That was a heads-up sell job by the receiver. It's underthrown. You have no chance of getting into it. Just crash back into the corner. Travis my least, Cook. One of my least favorite penalties in football. What's the DB supposed to do there? Travis Cook was the intended receiver. Sold it well to the ref because he had Diego and Kyler Pugh in his face. and I don't like the decision to throw it in double coverage at all, though. Nonetheless, picks up the Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for the first down once again for the Bulldogs. 20 seconds on the play clock. Two minutes, six seconds on the game clock. This time in the half. Cook will get the snap. And then hand this one to Justice. Justice is just steaming forward he for is, about a he six He is yard. running angry right now. Mm-hmm. Brandon Johnson with a stop. That's Brandon Johnson able to meet him and kind of just take the, the punch off of that one. They hurried up and lined up there, and then now they're going to take their time once they got lined up. Trying to catch Vimon off sides or something. Trying to catch Vimon off guard nonetheless. Justice again on the right side. He's cutting forward. No, see, that's Blackwell. He's got one to beat. And he touchdown Bulldogs. Justice was unforgiving on that drive. <laughs> that was some frontier justice through the defense. As he put the block on there to get Logan Blackwell into the house for the easy money, Susan Moore touchdown, and that will put him up by two scores at the moment. Waiting the kick from Axel Silva this time. Axel Silva to kick the extra point. As K Justice is in here to hold this thing. Justice all around tonight. Kick is up. It's good. The extra point's good. 21 to 8 here. Susan Moore takes a big lead. Can Vimont come back? We've got about two minutes to figure that one out. Actually, one and a half minutes to figure that one out. Back in a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to Vimaw here. We get back to set this one. They have a new guy out to uh, receive this one. I hear Chase Blair. 
is the return man back out here on the field. 28 to 8 here, or 21 to 8, excuse me, as Chase Blair picks it up at the 10, goes to the 20, and he'll be tackled appropriately right there. And whistle's coming late here. No flags on the field. I think there was just a little bit of a skirmish. First and 10 Eagles from the 20. Now they're just trying to change things up a little bit on offense, and not a bad move. You have to remember in this first game when Von Mont, first game we covered for Von Mont and Susan Moore, that one at Susan Moore at Larry Pod Patterson Field, we saw a quarterback change. The great Colby Miller had to come out. They put Sandlin in, used Colby Miller as a, as a receiver. It paid off big. They won that game. Rush Sandlin remembers this team. He has pressure coming downfield. Diego oh! has the pass. Oh, and he's got it. Ah! And he's tripped up. Almost at the 50 yard line, or excuse me, at the 45 yard line, rather. Travis Cook was stopped. The clock is not your friend right now. The clock is not your friend. You've got about a minute 17 till halftime. Good move on first down. They have not changed. There we go. We have changed now on the field. So on the 42 this time they call it. It's first and 10. This time it's bobbled on the turf. Sandlin makes a big play with it. Sandlin gets the first down and then somebody bowled somebody over. Oh my goodness. You got a lot. The clock isn't so, you still got to be mindful of it, but it's not as much of an enemy as it was. Two plays. Keep getting first downs here. Once again, the Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for the first down for Rush Sandlin as he picks up the rushing yards and big. This is one of my favorite drives I've seen from a Vinemont team. Mm -hmm. I think it woke everybody up here in this stadium. They said, we ain't dead yet, boys. There's still a lot of football. Check out these receivers. New one checks in at the bottom What's here. What's that middle guy of the trips? Let's see. Slow move. Kyler Pugh. As Sandlin throws it towards his way. He didn't have uh, a lot of arm there, but there's a they're about coming to get 15. out. They're about to get I don't. How do y'all feel about that call, though? Late hit on quarterback. I thought it was kind of bang, bang. He did hit him low, though. Yeah. Do we honor the same rules in high school about the low shots that they do in the higher levels? I believe they do. I guess by the letter of the law, it is a flag. Pearson Payne gets the roughing and the pass and their penalty a called against that. That was close, guys. I don't know about that. He didn't take more than two steps, I don't think. Well, we've had so much football in a row. We had to have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's like people that say, have a little sugar with your coffee. Have a little flag with your football. And no, I'm not talking about flag football. Which is coming to live 95, maybe one of these days when the team is black football country. <laughs> That's right. Maybe one of these right days. Right now, you don't want to get tackled in front of the sticks, right, if you're Vinemont, because that clock will bleed. But anything else? Pew is in motion quickly. They didn't see him at all. They decide to go with Diego up the middle. Timeout. See, I don't like that. You just threw away a timeout. Well, 30 seconds. You'll get another three, though. In about a, in a, in a, another you know fifteen minutes or so, we get another three, so it'll be fine. Yes, but, but you want to use them smart because one, because if you're without, you can't kick a field goal one. So you don't want to just have plays where you trade a timeout for no yards. I, I like moving the quarterback and letting him run or throw or just throw it away. 
Okay, we got a timeout on the field. As we're waiting to get you the scoreboard here, this one's loading. The signal, I'm telling you, it's not been great in this part of the county. And you can tell it because our Fairview broadcast is completely just suffering tonight. I don't know if it was from that outage we had a while a while back. Was that game going on just about five five minutes really down the road from here? I do apologize for that to our Fairview fans listening tonight. Want to listen to the uh, the Fairview West Point rivalry game? A certain steakhouse is sponsoring. We can't say that though. So generic football game this week. Sandlin heaves this one. Had a receiver. It's going to be incomplete. I mean, the way this game, I don't know, but yeah, that's got to be incomplete. Incomplete, absolutely. Incomplete's fine. Honestly, incomplete's probably better than the five yards. Kyler Pugh, the intended receiver, wanted to get it. Okay, this is took the boom in the back and lost the ball. This has been Vinemont sauce so far. The deep shots on third and long. Twenty-five seconds till halftime. But and and Susan Moore's not playing anybody deep here, so there there might be something there. Watch this matchup with Malachi Adams now down here. Now Pew's back in motion. Thought about giving it to Diego this time. He hair, airs this one, and it's picked oh, in the end zone. The one thing you didn't need to do there. Well, you were going to have to score in four downs. So picked off by Logan Blackwell. I, I like the concept, but I would have attacked the other dude. That was just a little bit of an errant pass. And luckily, Logan Blackwell for Susan Moore was there to pick that one. And they'll celebrate accordingly over on that sideline. 21-8. Yard line. Susan Moore gets the ball back from the 22-yard line as Logan Blackwell takes it. Logan gets the corner there and gets that first down. I mean, you really really don't have time to do much, but what could it hurt, I suppose? (laughs) Yeah. 12 seconds till halftime, and Coach Robinson's going to have some kind of fiery words to get these guys going. That'll be the end of the half here. Officials directing everybody to the sideline. Or to the to the locker room, I should say. Well, as we close the first half here, it is twenty-one to eight here. Susan Moore leads. I don't know. There's there's spurts of goodness in this game. Yeah, I like shaking in, but it's been all Susan Moore so yeah. far. All you could say is the penalties are hurting both sides at points, and then really, what's getting these teams are the just the. Bang bang plays that Susan Moore draws up and the turnovers for controlling Vimont. the ball. Vimont trouble with that. Susan Moore no trouble with that. But of course the injury bug has struck at a pretty rough time and that's something you hate to see for Vimont. We'll take a break as we'll bring you the bands here in just a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network. Twenty one to eight here. Susan Moore leads this one. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. 
Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Purchase Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. When it comes to auto glass repair and replacement, the friendly folks at Odin's Auto Glass are the pros who know. They service auto, truck, marine, and everything in between. With over 30 years of experience, there's not a lot they can't do. You can find out for yourself why Odin's Auto Glass is Coleman's most trusted auto glass shop by calling 256-734-2800 or visiting their location off Highway 31 in Coleman. Proud sponsors of the Coleman County Sports Network. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors. We're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor. You're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtor at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen, you make it home. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. 
Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? If you mention you heard Adam Aker on the radio, he'll get you $250 off your next auto purchase. Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet. Founded in 1887, Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50-plus, military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account or visit www.colemansavingsbank.com. For more information, Coleman Savings Bank, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Alabama. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Hey, Sheriff Matt Gentry here. Hey, on behalf of the Coleman County Sheriff's Office, and we look forward to seeing everybody at the ball field. We pray God's blessings on each and every one of y'all. Hey, when you're coming to and from the ball field, stay safe. Don't be distracted in driving. Make sure if you go somewhere afterwards, don't drink and drive. But have a great season and take care. God bless. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. In business for over 20 years, k K logging can handle all your forestry needs from clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K and K logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian owned company. K and K logging is quality. You can depend on Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan district director of the Alabama loggers council. K and K logging two, five, six, two, five, five, three, six, nine, three, two, five, six, two, five, five, three, six, nine, three K and K logging. Coleman electric cooperatives mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet powerful connections, brighter future. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. 
happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. When it comes to auto glass repair and replacement, the friendly folks at Odin's Auto Glass are the pros who know. They service auto, truck, marine, and everything in between. With over 30 years of experience, there's not a lot they can't do. You can find out for yourself why Odin's Auto Glass is Coleman's most trusted auto glass shop by calling 256-734-2800 or visiting their location off Highway 31 in Coleman. Crowd sponsors of the Coleman County Sports Network. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call Welcome back to the Coleman County Sports Network's coverage of Vimon at Susan Moore. Or excuse me, Susan Moore at Vimon, rather. Doing it two years at Susan Moore. You get a little mixed up. Back home tonight, though. Take you to the field in just a second, though, as we'll bring you the Vimon Band performing their halftime performance here in just a moment. Let's, let's talk about our scores we have for you around the region tonight. Of course, this one being brought to you. Tonight on Coleman's Live 95, WRJMLP. Coleman, glad you're with us here. And as we got to do that every hour, legally. Looks like Coleman leading Lee of Huntsville, 30 to nothing. That one at the halftime. Fairview leading West Point, 21-7. Good Hope and Etowah tied up, 21-21. And Cherokee County leading Hansville, 28 Two nothing. Also, Holly Pond checking in. They are trailing by one score, six to fourteen against Southeastern. Scary news coming out of uh, Winston County, where looks like we have Addison leading forty-three to nothing in quarter number two against Waterloo, and Meek is leading Phillips sixty-four to nothing. That one in the second quarter. That out of the region, but we thought we'd talk about how scary football is. Addison comes to town next week. We'll throw you to the field now as we bring you the Vimal Band here.
Ladies and gentlemen, the Vinemont Marching Eagle Band. The color guard co-captain is Abigail Tankersley. The co-captain is Ora Simpson. The majorette captain is Hallie Joyner. And the band captains are Gracie Moody and Maverick Johnson. Special thanks to guard instructor Heather Chulian, majorette instructor Mary Grace Dunn, percussion instructor Phil Potter, and Noah Holmes, and music arranger Tyler Jones. Thank you for enjoying this portion of Dance, Dance, Dance. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. Coleman Electric Cooperative.
Collaborative's mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity, while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student-athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections brighter future. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages, so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent at Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warranted up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. When it comes to auto glass repair and replacement, the friendly folks at Odin's Auto Glass are the pros who know. They service auto, truck, marine, and everything in between. With over 30 years of experience, there's not a lot they can't do. You can find out for yourself why Odin's Auto Glass is Coleman's most trusted auto glass shop by calling 256-734-2800 or visiting their location off Highway 31 in Coleman. Proud sponsors of the Coleman County Sports Network. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family-owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone. 256-735-4184. 256-735-4184. H&S Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you? 
matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to Friday Night Live tonight. The game of the week, the Vimont Eagles and the Susan Moore Bulldogs here on 95.5 FM. Glad you're with us for this one. We welcome back for his second half. Maybe you're going to meet or see here the the best uh, part of the game here, Alex. Glad to have the homie back. Hello, hello. It's been a whole week since... We last called the game together. Maybe Alex can keep the flags away. Are you hearing yeah. yourself well? Did you, he was down there telling the refs, we we want to we want to evenly call a game, no flags either way. We want to let them boys play some good, clean football. And let me take a moment to introduce people who don't normally hear on 95.5 FM. The crew that I have with me tonight, the guy behind me, Mr. Nick McCarley, the one you here just saying things crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, he, he doesn't lie. He doesn't lie. Mr. Oscar McCardo beside me getting their 95.5 FM debut as well with uh, Garen and Alex Mann beside me, Garen Boatwright, who chimes in every now and then. I do be doing that sometimes every now and then. Rush of course, Alex off. Mann comes back. Rush Sandlin's here to kick off. As he's got these green cleats on. We get back to football. 21-8 here as we come back for the second half. And this is already a big run here for Susan Moore as they got that at about the, I think it was about the 10 they brought it to the 32 off Josh Robinson's carry. Big play there, nonetheless. All right, looking at it back on the defense. All right, Nick, quick one of Nick's kicks here. What do you think Vimont probably brought, probably said? What do you think? Settle down. <laughs> like you're doing good things, but you're not doing them consistently enough. The passing game has worked, and Susan Moore said they're not going to be run on up the middle like Vimont likes to do. So to quote the unfortunately injured Aaron Rodgers, R-E-L-A-X, relax. 
There's Rush Sandlin getting some reps out there. It's going to be Drew Justice getting the carry, and he is moving quickly. Had that first down Drew and Justice. still what a had more. What a scamper by Drew Justice. About a 10-yard carry. Then once he got to that line of scrimmage, took it for another 10. You know what I love about watching him run, guys? He goes from slow to fast to slow when he needs to so well. Like when he needed to break down the defender in the second level, he slowed up and was able to, and then he accelerates. But also, he just runs hard when he needs to. He definitely runs through the tackles. You know, I thought Diego was going to be the dominant one on the ground, and he's had a pretty good game, but Justice has as well. And Justice has prevailed. He'll get the ball again this time, and he's still just kind of galloping here for a second. Has to be Kyler Pugh. It's a shoestring tackle on him. Saves the touchdown. And he hit the turf pretty hard there. Oh, my goodness. Looks like a good amount of justice will be served in this second half. Oh, he's yeah. slow to move. He gets back up on his own power. That's actually not Pew. I'm sorry. That's Sellers. From the angle we saw him, I could only see the bottom half of his jersey. thought that was a three. That is a nine instead. He is okay. Gets back on this play, though. Slow to move. Picks up the Adamaker. Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive with the first down. He wants the ball. He's just lining up out there. He's a, I don't care what the play is. Give me the ball. As we are already on the five-yard line for Susan Mori in Vimont territory quickly. And if I were a betting man, I'd be handing this one to Justice real quick for that touchdown. Let's see what they do here. Well, they were I was right kind of. There was just a flag. I was right kind of. They, they they dialed Justice's number. He did stay on the on his feet for the touchdown, but there was a flag, so doesn't matter. They'll try it again. Don't change what don't work. Or don't change what works, change what don't work. There you go. The ref's flag throwing arm still works. <laughs> <laughs> ref's got to be careful. He'll be throwing passes for Vimont soon. With that kind of an arm. No offense to the quarterback at the moment, but they're going to need to heave it quickly, set up big 10-yard chunk plays, and get down the field quickly to come back in this one if Susan Moore scores here. I agree with you, Dylan. Justice on the left side. Cuts inside. Stays with it. You know, to the two. That's one of those plays as a running back that doesn't show up on the stat sheet as much. But that's the essence of what makes a good running back is your ability to create versus what's expected. Like, he should have been brought down in the backfield right there. And he made a play and got some positive yardage. Like, that's something when I study a running back I like to see. And we've seen several good running backs this year. Second and goal coming up, and Justice has paid off big time here for Susan Moore so far. Hey, then we missed Frost from Fairview that he was out when we called them. And hopefully he's having a great night. Justice up the middle. Oh, the ball has come out, but Susan Moore says they've retained it. I don't know if this is a touchdown or not. This is a critical they're area. They're not calling this a score. They are calling it a score. Yeah. Touchdown, Bulldogs. I don't know what that extracurricular stuff was. I don't know if he lost the ball and he kind of fall back on it, but it was a touchdown nonetheless. Makes it a 27-8 ball game. Waiting on the PAT here from Silva. Axel Silva to kick the extra point. Silva's kick is up. Oh, that's good. You know, speaking of, you know, the defender from Vimont got there kind of close. 
Did y'all see the Patriots game Sunday night with the kick blocked? Oh, yeah, I did see yeah. that. Yes, that was a very interesting play. Did y'all there. notice that he wasn't timing the snap? He was timing the kicker. Yes. And which was, wasn't he a former? Oh, it was not the, it was the holder he was timing. Because the holder was a former Patriot player. I thought he was timing the kicker's movement. I think from my understanding of it was the, the, the snap, a holder made a certain gesture that the Patriots keyed on because he was a former Patriot player. And, uh, that way, that was how the uh, guy was able to uh, time it up. It was awesome. It was some stuff we used to pull on NCAA back <laughs> in the day. Yeah. I wonder if more people are going to start trying that. By the way, there's a new college football game for mobile called Retro Bowl College. It's up download today. That's pretty fun. Huh. Kind of plays out the old Tecmo Bowl. Oh, okay. I like the sound of that. You flick the control of the pass. It's really neat. Because you have like total control where the ball goes. I think we're about to get a flyover here from a plane about to land at Folsom Field Airport. We spared no expense for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Axel Silva here to kick this one away at the 40-yard line. That's your tax dollars at work. <laughs> your tax dollars in action. All right. Back to the field here. As it's going to be fielded hey, by Vimont's new return man, number 24. He did not want to go down. Jose Villanueva brings him down. Vimont takes the ball first and ten here as the new return man for Vimont, number 24, Chase Blair, took that one. Well, let's see what Diego's cooking here. He's going to get the uh, position to the left of Samlin at quarterback. The trusty, rusty running back. He's not rusty. No, not at all. Sandlin with a big heave downfield for Pugh. Jump ball. He caught it. He's got it. He's got to have that ball. Oh, they called it incomplete. No. He had another man wide open, by the way. He did. Running up the sideline. Yeah, up the sideline. Yeah, they had, I think they had Rhodes up the sideline. Hey, we spared, we spared no expense. That train scheduled as well. Thanks, CSX, for that one. Of course, we didn't get lined up. I had a touchdown set up for that one. I figured we'd do like a Georgia Dome kind of thing. Didn't work out like I hoped. You know, if we just heard <laughs> someone crank their truck like at Coleman, we'd have the planes, trains, and automobiles. Flip this one to Diego Rodriguez. He has a lot of room to run with. Cuts for a minute. They tried to tackle him by the jersey. They just Diego could not Rodriguez get him. To carry around the end. That's a 30 that he gets to. Travis Cook would stop. Let's make that about an eight-yard carry there. Really ran for about 12, though. If you're fine, Mike, you got to score fast. You got a lot of points to make up. And it's a three-score three ball game, indeed. You got to count in your head how many possessions am I going to have. The entire third quarter is on their side, and the entire fourth quarter, it's if they can keep Susan Moore out. They have struggled with that as well. Offense and defense have struggled so far. Diego gets his own number up the middle. He Got is it. close to that line again. Let's it. see. They, I think Diego you're right. Rodriguez on the carry. He does get it. Yeah. He will move the chains for the Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet Drive for the first down. Benjamin Nunez over the stop. This is going to be... Position here at the 40, I'm sorry, the 34, maybe the 33. The angle is not my friend right here with his glass reflecting. That is going to be 
the 33. Alex says, I always have glass reflecting. <laughs> and at Odin's Auto Glass, they can fix that if it breaks. Or just get some new ones. Yeah, you never know. Their stuff looks so good. First and ten. Pew flips it on the backside for Diego again. Diego doesn't have a lot of protection that time. He'll get sandwiched by two Susan Moore Diego defenders. Looks like Robinson and Blackwell kind of just brought him in and just brought him together. Second Heads up play by the DBs that time. They both were there. Yeah. I thought Diego might have beat one of them, but two. Second so and thirteen. Get around that corner, I've noticed the running backs are sitting there faster. All bunched up here on the line. They go with Diego. Nothing going, though. Diego Rodriguez on the carry up the middle. Now we go to third down with a desperation play here coming up. Got a man down for the That's Diego, no. We will take a timeout. Diego Rodriguez has hit the turf. We'll be back in a moment. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Welcome back to Vimon. That player walked off. Diego Rodriguez seems to be getting addressed by the training staff at the moment. Hope he's going to be okay here. We come back to this game. Heck Six minutes, player. 30 seconds. Heck of a player on the sideline for Vimon. Not the news you want here. Rush Sandlin is going to take this pass, though. And he has got it complete and got the first down out of it by Kyler Pugh. And I gotta imagine he's playing peed off football there. I won't say the word, of course. We're on the FM dial tonight. He's got a really good arm. I think if he just kind of could read coverage a little bit better, I mean, he'd he'd really be able to. They will take the Adam Aker at Mitchman's Chevrolet drive for the first down off the pass there, and I gotta imagine this team is steamed right now. Diego has been a key player in this team. Henderson's out. Dawson Wilhite is out. And now Diego checks out. One man in the backfield. Quarterback keeper is Rush Sandlin. Goes for about seven but takes a hit when he does. Oh, my goodness. He's okay. 
But he never likes seeing your quarterback get battered around like that. Especially when your best player on offense is on the sidelines right now. They will call this second and eight. But once again, if you're Vinemont, that clock, it's almost five minutes in the third, and this is your first drive of the second half. you got to hurry. We have second and two. We have Diego Vinemont. on the sideline still getting trained or attended to by the training staff. A couple people in his immediate family, I believe, have come over to talk to him on the sideline. Not only is that a big loss on offense, though, I, he plays pretty good coverage on defense. And Let's see where they step up here. Vimaw is playing hard. Kyler Pugh gets the keeper. Get and I think he Donald is short of the line to gain. They'll get another chance, though, off the right side. And we already have one out with Rhodes. Rhodes checked out for the night, had his pads taken off, and he went out to the locker room. Don't see him on the sideline at all, so hope he's okay. Diego's still here at the moment. Coach Robinson over on the numbers, giving some direction to his quarterback, Rush Sandlin. Ever since the Diego injury, they've been playing pretty, pretty tough football, pretty, pretty mad, if you will. I mean, a good drive so far. Oh, hold on, hold on. We got a Wildcat situation. Rush Sandlin's lining at wide receiver. It's going to be a direct snap. Kyler Pugh's got the first down. They fooled everybody in the house. It worked, too. Mitch Nunez with the stop. That's a champion portable building's first down for you by That will be the Adam Aker, Mitch Chevrolet drive for the first down off the Wildcat position play by Kyler Pugh. And, you know, think of anything you can. It's going to have to do something here. Three minutes, 58 seconds in the third quarter, and you're down three scores. Missing four key players tonight. Let's see what they can cook up. Rush Sandlin will hand this one to Kyler Pugh, and he has been working hard. Five yards and a cloud of dust they will give him. Of course, the cloud of dust is the tackles are all tackled up there. But Nonetheless, liking what I'm seeing of this set with Kyler Pugh at the RB position. Second down here for the Eagles. Right to left with three minutes, five seconds, third quarter. Step back. Thought about passing. Pressure is going to have to just have him throw it away. Yeah, that was dangerous. Was he out the pocket there? Oh, no. He's okay. He's okay, but another situation like we've had earlier. Same player rushed in and he's been disruptive. He has been. Same player that got tagged earlier with the roughing the passer penalty. He was safe on it this time. It was legal. He was okay. But Pearson Payne has been a pain in his butt all night. As he's been pressuring this quarterback. It's third and about eight to go here. 15 seconds, two minutes, 59 seconds in the third quarter. 28-8, 20-point ball game. Still have another quarter coming up. They'll go with Kyler Pugh. He had a lot of room, but just couldn't Kyler get it to Pugh the line to gain. That's a tough one there. Fourth down, probably like six. You hate to trade. You got to get this because you traded so much. Oh, Damn and here back. he comes.
Waking up in the morning, gotta be fresh, gotta go downstairs, gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal. Seeing everything, the time is going, ticking on and on, everybody's rushing. Gotta get down to the bus stop, gotta catch my bus. Oh 
team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen. You make it home. Welcome back to the field here at Mark's Mother Stadium. That injured player for Susan Moore is Logan Blackwell, number 12, being helped off the field by the training staff. Looks to be okay otherwise. No immediate signs of any serious injury, so hoping the best for the Susan Moore player. He has been a key to their offense tonight. We come back here in the fourth quarter. 11 minutes, 43 seconds left to go in this game. Fourth down and three yards to go for Vaughn. be a good time to start passing the ball. What was you saying in the first quarter? Even if you get a pick, I mean. Yeah. Good things happen when you pass it. Because you know your clock will not be your friend. I think that's like the big thing for Bowman that separates them. They could just um, maybe get better at reading coverage mm-hmm. and open the offense up a whole lot. They will empty this backfield, however, for Rush Sandley. He's got two on the right side. He is just going to take it on the left side and... I don't agree with that call. And he didn't get it. Oh, they gave us a flag instead. There is a flag down. Let's see. Hopefully they get another chance at it. Looks like it's on the offense, though. They were walking. This will be against the play didn't count. Okay. I'll take that. Now pass the ball. Now you have to. (laughs) Well, Well, you you don't don't have have to. to. There is this cool thing you might have heard of called punting, but I don't know if they'll do that or not. What do I say? We ball. (laughs) We ball. Fourth down and eight to go here, and I think they're going to do that thing I was just talking about. I can't tell. Looks like it it is Diego. That is their punt formation in. Like a little pooch punt. Oh, he got it it nipped a little bit. Don't touch it. They'll tag it down. What were you saying about punting it, guys? <laughs> hey, it works sometimes. Not when you're if you have the skill shallow. position, yeah. Yeah, they crash. Well, there, you know, you have to have a threat of they might do something on offense, right? In order for the you know that to work, but there, I think they knew that there was going to be a punt, so they just rushed it. We have some kind of an official stoppage. Uh, everything's set now. Susan Moore is kind of taking their time to get out. Well. They're winning this one. They can take their time, I guess. Yeah, just ice it. Do your best to ice the game here. Roll that clock. Put your young guys in. Let them. The second the place team in the region. They're putting this on, on. They're putting this whole region on notice. Look, they had Danville and they had Asbury. You look at those team teams, you're like, okay. But anybody could score. What on are them. you talking about? The Mighty Hawks. And then, and then you come into Weimar and you come into a, a hostile environment. And I mean, not as 30 and three quarters. Yeah. Not as bad as Larry Pod Patterson for a hostile environment. Oh, like, strip. Oh, they strip sacked it. Clean strip. That was, <laughs> they just strip sacked oh. it. I think we got an injury on the field, though. Oh, we do. We have a cramp. He looks to be just getting worked out from his yeah. player. I was but worried. he lost the ball, though. The way he was holding his Don't knee there, I was worried. Might be a little worse than just a cramp. Number 72 for Viamont. I don't want to call it garbage time yet. This game's not There's over. Player down. But training staff steps in to help the cramping Susan Moore Bulldog. 
Glad to see he is okay otherwise. They're going to work him up and get him on the field, walk him off. As that is number one for Susan Moore. Which I've called his number a couple times, but they have a number zero and a number one. That's Devin Ivey. Folks, we do want to extend our our uh, apologies and extend our condolences to the families of those youngsters that we lost from Susan Moore a couple years or in this last year in a fatal accident. Susan Moore has been a grateful community for us to bring in. Oh, he's around the corner there. As we've got a big run here for Blair. There's never a good time to eulogize anybody. I do apologize for that. But. What is it, that player for the Phillies, Nick Castellanos, when he's always hitting those uh, shots in the deep left field during very bad times? It's kind of like we just had a moment like that there. But for real, though, Susan Moore, our thoughts and prayers have been with you guys since that happened. Great community down there. All of the Live 95 family wishes them. I wish this game much. was at Susan Moore too. That was a that is that is I an arena football. This year it's always a fun trip. That yeah. is an arena for football. Diego on the right side gets about 2. Diego Rodriguez on the carry around the end. I love the feel of Larry Pod Patterson Field. It is a it is literally it a just square. It's like a coliseum. It is a square of football. They have Seats in the back of the end zone on the left side. They have the field house on the other side. They have all the bleachers on all around, packed in these buildings. It's just amazing. It's I think it's the mecca of football for for this region. And kudos to people of Susan Moore because they get to watch football games there, week in and week out. Of course, they're packed over the sideline. And they have that awesome big bulldog. They do. They didn't bring it tonight. Of course, that's a home. That stays home. Uh, more extracurricular. This is going to be called against the delay offense. Game, so delay a game. Line. They just weren't paying attention to the clock. They'll lose five yards, second and 15. I will say, if you're an opposing team coming to play at Larry Pod Patterson Field, man, ooh, you, that's a tough place. Good. That big inflatable bulldog. Not no, to mention the music they play there. They got the music going all the time. It, it's it's like almost SEC level. Not that much, but maybe like a Mizzou, I guess. Quarterback keeper, Rush Sandlin up the left side. Has a lot of room and gallops in to about the five-yard line. And that will be the Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for the first down. And you got nine minutes and 19 seconds. Don't call it a comeback just yet, but... We could be. Uh, you know, this is more for pride. That's first and goal. And the starters are still in. You never know what can happen. In this in this series of all series, I ain't counted out till I see the final whistle. Rush Sandlin knows that he's been down before. Not like this. Not like this before. Well, I mean. 
they may have before, but not. I was quoting back. Hank Williams Jr., but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Diego Rodriguez of the middle. Diego Rodriguez. You know, he used to live here, right? I was, I was thinking, you know, uh-huh. former Coleman resident. Former Vine Mall resident, mind oh. you. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I just always heard Coleman area. He's got a house. In, it, it's in the Vimont School District. His daughters and sons could have went to school with us. Not really, but I'd rather live in Nashville, too. Congrats to him. He got remarried, too. Former Vimont resident and country music superstar, Hank Williams Jr., that is. Are we pulling too much cloud? I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Nine minutes on the play clock here. Rush Sandlin. Diego Rodriguez to his left, and I believe timeout will be called Vinemont side. Once more, take you around the region, brought to you by Odin's Auto Glass for their regional scoreboard. Coleman. We love that big glass board. 30 point lead over Lee Huntsville. We have Holly Pond trailing Southeastern, a team we saw here in the spring game, 35 6. Also, Fairview is leading West Point 42-7 and Cherokee County 35, Hansville nothing. The Good Hope Etowah game is staying close 21-21. So we come back to the field here. For Vimon as they uh, come back on offense. It's second and goal here after the delay of game penalty. Let's see what they can cook up here. And the train's about to come by. Oh, come on. He could have waited a minute when they punch it in here. He may still be going. Eight minutes, six seconds. Sandlin will flip this one over to Diego. Diego will be short of the line of scrimmage. So I think he lost one. One more. If they can hurry up, maybe the train, uh, I think the train will be blowing its three horns by the time we get done with this. We need this to fit up like the Georgia Dome. Speaking of the Georgia Dome and the Likely odds of what team it will be going this uh, this year for the SEC West. Oh, I don't. I don't even want to talk about Alabama. Though. Hey, we ain't dead yet. That's all. I'm that's say. all. That's all you can say. But South Florida, hold your breath, folks, on that one. But I hope Alabama gets a chance there. The new Hugh Freeze era is working well at Auburn. The rush Sandlin's gonna flip this one to Diego into the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles. Hey, good things happen when you pass the ball. Let's see, they're gonna go for the two-point conversion. We already know that. Is it too early for our MVP, Dylan? Not at all. I think I know who my vote's going for. Yeah, same. For a Coleman County MVP for the week for Vinemont. So our player of the week, we do have to say real quick, we forgot last week during the Russellville West Point broadcast, our player of the week, that one was Hunter Hensley. We apologized to him and apologized to Happy Homes Real Estate. This week, though, it's going to be Diego Rodriguez. Yes. I think we... Rush Sandlin, though, is going to make a contesting try at it. Two-point conversion should be good here off the pass. 
to a newcomer in the ball game. That is Kaiser Campbell. They convert on that one, 16 to 35, and I can't I can't get away from this one. I think it's going to be a. They, they've done this onside kick before. You think they could do it again? I hope Susan Moore's been watching the film because something big is probably about to happen here. We love some onside kicks. I mean, you're going to need a few of them if you're Vinemont. Of course, we always want to thank Cyber Broadband for providing cable or providing our internet connection. It's places that cable and DSL just won't go like these stadiums here, and Cyber Broadband will bring you the action from across Coleman County and across North Alabama. You can find out how Cyber Broadband can help you out. You can visit their website, cyberbroadband.net, I believe, and we'll also call them at 256-734-1077. All right, we come back now, and it's looking on sidey. It's looking kind of onside here. You got to. You just got to. You can't think afford to lose. Susan two. Moore's readied for it too. They don't. They only have one in the backfield. They're kind of jamming where they need to jam. They know where the ball's going to go. Rush Sandlin is lining up for the onside. But they're not right at the line. No, they're not. You get a slow roller. He got it. He got it. I would have liked to seen a slow roller if it were maybe the kicker or somebody could just run up to oh, it, but that's hard to do at the high school level when you Thanks practice it for maybe five minutes a week. Jose Villanueva was able to lock that one down and prevent Vimont from taking the ball again. It's a gamble you got to take, and we'll take it from the 50 now. Yeah, if you're Susan Moore, just hand the ball off, plan what you're going to do after the game. So let's see what we got here now. Susan Moore, I don't see any need to throw the ball for the rest of the game. First and ten, Bulldogs. Wishbone formation stays out. Oh, and looks turf like monster. Turf Monster gets the tackle on that one. He gets that one on Ivy. Now that could be, that's the same player we did see leave earlier with the cramping. He could still just be kind of working that out. He leaves the game for now. His helmet has come off too. I don't know if he's just realizing he probably can't play another set or not. Six minutes, 45 seconds, and time is rolling. Susan Moore in control. Backups in. A new quarterback is in for Susan Moore. So they're playing their backups now. So you know it's a sign of dominance here as Cade Justice is the quarterback. So we get some double justice tonight. Whatever keeps them out of double jeopardy. Timeout will be called here by Susan Moore. We'll take a quick one. Your score, 35-16. Susan Moore leads this one back in a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. 
Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman Area Athletics and Collegiate Football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com. Welcome back to Friday Night Live here from Vimon High School. Next week, Friday Night Live will roll into Hansville. That game brought to you on the edge. So we'll be on the edge next week. Living on the edge. When Lawrence County comes to town. The quarterback keeper is Cade Justice. He is going run for run here with Blair. Picks up that big first down. Malachi that brought Adam to you by Adam Maker Mitch with Chevrolet. Almost wanted to call him Malachi Moore for a second. <laughs> it's actually Malachi Adams. Hope he has a good game tomorrow. I hope so, too. They need it against Ole Miss. As Malachi Adams instead was the one that gets tackled there on Cade Justice. And just like I'm assuming his older brother, he has played well in his first snap. It's going to be first and ten here from the 30. Justice steps back. Two seconds. Got a hurry up snap this one. They do. He flips it to number 24. And he is rolling through these Vimont guys like it's nothing. Caleb Elrod there. The way this is going, this may be the last drive of the game. Five minutes, 27 seconds. That, yeah, it's not a good sign when your backups are even playing good football. I mean, it's not a good sign for the other team. It's a good sign for this team, though. As they'll stack over here with Elrod and someone else. I can't, number four, I believe. Another backup for Susan Moore. Victor Pantoya there. And they will just, I believe, call timeout. The play clock is still rolling with three seconds. Some kind of a penalty has been called. It's just me, but I'm smelling like enchiladas or something. I'm smelling very strong onions. Yeah. I thought it was pizza. Smells pretty good, whatever it is. Official timeout for a second. False start. Oh, we got to get. Y'all won't get to the restaurant early now. (laughs) 25 seconds to go back on the play clock board. Four minutes, 58 seconds in this ballgame. Susan Moore controlling this one and trying to cruise and put some more points on the board. Give some reps for the youngsters. The other quarterback in tonight, Kate Justice. And Justice has been served tonight for sure. Susan Moore has played a dominant game. They have this running back in, number 23, who is just beefy. Just got to see him for the first time take a snap. Max Cervantes. It is the guy I was looking for. Max Cervantes. Fancy name. A lot of of players, just like 
with uh, J.B. Pennington, a lot of players with Hispanic backgrounds come out and just absolutely ball out for these guys. Getting some representation. Always great to see. In the Latino community, great to see that, indeed. Same with Vimon, nonetheless. This time, Justice had a high snap, kept it himself, and is just rolling, guys. Gets down to about the 20 to maybe the 19. Let's see what the refs say. I believe they're spotting this at the 21 instead. Next week's slate of games, looks like we have Coleman at Mortimer Jordan, and we have Goodhoe hosting Addison. So we take a break from the region schedule. Vimont's off next week. They get a gear up for Pennington, then Madison Academy. You know, we still have a few more segments to do for this game. I got to do my Mike Leach quote of the week, and Oscar's got to do the Spanish word of the day. We do, we do. Up the middle here, Cervantes, and he is just ping-ponging people, man. He can move. He's got the size differential on these Vimont players. You can tell they look gas having to tackle that guy down. Sets up the first and goal here on the Adam Aker and Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for the first down. Two minutes, 57 seconds. And for the Mike Leach quote of the day, you're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. Wisdom from the Pirate. It's a good one for tonight's contest. We're saving the good ones for the last one, though. Oh, yeah. It's like Cade Just Justice here getting set. That's a different running back to his left this time. Puts a man in motion and whistles on this one. Well, we'll see what the official word is. Got to. Delay of game. One of those things that you don't mind seeing it this late, like. Well, this, well, the clock is still winding. Yeah, we don't mind seeing it this late, but. You can just nail it now. Two minutes, ten seconds left in the ball game. Susan Moore leads 35 to 16. State oh, win. Go, oh, no, they won't be. My math was wrong, like I said. That's second and short. Statement win for Susan Moore. They oh, all start appears. Are they doing the Belichick thing every time? I say I say that every time. Yeah. Yeah, the league fixed that. The league yeah, fixed that. The high school hasn't. The AHSAA probably hasn't picked up on that yet. Only two. Oh, looks like it's a penalty against Bondman. So. Or no, sorry. Yeah, that would be a penalty against Bondman. No. Susan Moore, sorry. High snap again for Justice. This time left side is wow. his running back. Samuel Garrison will carry around. Garrison. Mr. Samuel Garrison. Takes the carry there. He should That'll be good. Do it. Yep. If they want to nail it, unless they just want to try to get a touchdown here. One minute, 35 seconds. Hey, if this is the youngsters, might as well. I know some people say that's unsportsmanlike, but I appreciate it when, when you get the backup team in, let them get a rep, and let them have that touchdown because that's their, that's their W right there. Yeah. The whole team put in the effort all night, but that is, for, for the second string guys, that's their W right there. That's what they can hold on to. Of course, Vimon gets a week off. They regroup. High snap. It's in the backfield. Justice has got to fall on it. I, yeah, ooh, he... He's got it. 
the forearm strength saved that one. That was a heck of a play. Close. That was. I thought the bottom line defender had it dead right there. I thought now, he'd got in there and jammed his arm and took it away. Now do we kneel it? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Second and goal now from a way long all way gotta, to go. All you got to do is victory formation, guys. And they will line up for this victory V. Third and long, sorry, third and goal. And Justice is set to knee this one. And that's it. That is it. it, guys. Takes a knee. A shocker. I will agree with that. It's been a shocking conclusion to tonight's contest. We thought Vaimont would try to put up a statement, but this has not been good. And I, I just got to say, I think really, really where it boils down to uh, we'll be going to the Good Hope broadcast next. Uh, Good Hope and Etowah broadcast next. Tommy and Daniel have a close one as we set to wrap up here. And we'll quickly get you to that broadcast. That's still going on. And it's a close one. Just to wrap you up kind of quickly here. Final score, 35-16. to 16. Vimont will fall to 1-4. and four. They will fall to 1-1 one and one in the region. They get the week off next week. Susan Moore is looking to top everybody. They got really to worry about on top of them is Madison Academy. But so far, dominant region win for the Susan Moore Bulldogs tonight. Guys, final thoughts on everything here? Well, I thought Vinemont did some good things, but the problem was, you know, anytime they got close to scoring or they got to moving the ball, they would have a fumble, you know, penalty flags, but... Uh, great job here by Susan Moore. I mean, they really uh, played good, uh, strong football, moved the ball well. Statement win for the Bulldogs. Absolutely. So, big statement win for these Bulldogs. They come in here, and it wasn't one of those things like last year where they escaped their own home stadium with a win against Vimont. They owned every bit of it. Yes. And we know we said Vimont won the first quarter. Susan Moore won the other three that mattered. And that was a big statement for them. So look for these Bulldogs to stay on the board. I would even look for them to kind of be ranked. This is a yeah. big this is a big trend for the yeah. Bulldogs now. All right, we're wrapping up here. Until next time, folks. Final uh, updates from around the region, though. I want to say we are going to Good Hope next. We have to let everybody know we are going to Good Hope next. So don't don't turn your radio off. Think we're all done. Good Hope next. Five minutes ago, tie ball game. Tommy and Daniel coming up next. A lot to do it for us, Nick. Until next time, folks, same, albeit shorter, blonde hair, same rap channel. Mamba out. All right. To Good Hope we go. Good Hope in Etowah. You've been listening to the Coleman County Sports Network's coverage of Vimont and Susan Moore here on WRJMLP Coleman. We'll throw you to Good Hope now. Tommy and Daniel. And nine for the Raiders. We've had success throwing the ball against them, but we chose to run it there on fourth or third down and four. So that'll bring up fourth down. Tyler Cohn's going to go back in punt formation for the Raiders. Yeah, it's like a couple of these plays. They know the play just as well as we do because yeah. they're in the backfield before we can even get the ball to our running back. Edwall takes a quick timeout. We'll take it with them back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Or actually, we'll keep it right here. We'll welcome those of you listening.
who have been listening to Susan Moore and Vine Mod on Coleman's Live 95.5 FM's Friday Night Live. Welcome to James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. It is homecoming night 2023 here at Good Hope. Deborah Williams was named homecoming queen. And boy, we've had a great ball game tonight. We're tied at 21 with 316 left to go here in the game. Deborah Mitchell was a homecoming queen. Deborah Mitchell. I said Williams. It's Deborah Mitchell. Tied at 21 between the Good Hope Raiders and the Etowah Blue Devils here. A big region game taking place at Good Hope. 316 left to play. It is fourth down at eight for the Raiders. Raiders started a freshman quarterback tonight after the injury to their senior quarterback, Colton Watley. And Etowah has nobody deep here. Fourth and eight. Tyler Cohn in punt formation should hit this about his 40. He gets off a high end over end kick. His best punt of the night nice. by far. It hits at the 15 and is going to roll down to the 11-yard line. So, if Etowah is going to put points on the board, they got to go 89 yards in three minutes and six seconds. This Raider defense has been stingy and held them on a couple of forced downs. We need a huge Raider defensive stand here. Yep, got to make a big stop here. Don't let anybody behind you. If they catch it in front of you, so be it. Make the tackle. But you can't let anybody get behind you right here. First and 10 for the Blue Devils from their own 11-yard line. System to Duncan. Duncan, big hole, 20, 25, 30, 35, 39-yard line is Duncan. That's an Eva Bank first down and a huge run on the first play. And Carson Hollis might have saved a touchdown right there making that tackle for the Raiders. First and 10 for the Blue Devils now from their own 40. 2.45 left to go. Etowah in no hurry. Raiders with a three-man front. Four backers in there. Sissom fakes it to Duncan. Rolls to the right side. Fires across the middle. Incomplete. Good play action as we dove in there on Duncan. And then Sissom rolled out and tried to catch Sweeten there. Pass falls incomplete. And it's a good thing it did, too, because there was nobody between Sweeten and the goal line. Threw it a little bit behind him, so we've got to got to keep our head on the swivel when he puts the ball in the running back's belly. Doesn't mean he's going to give it to him. We got to keep our eyes on those receivers. Second down and ten for Etowah now. Two thirty-two left to play, tied at twenty-one. You're listening to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network now on Coleman's Live ninety-five point five FM. Here's Sissom under pressure. Oh. He goes down on his own. He goes down on his own. Tyler Bird was pressuring him in the backfield. Guillermo Alday was back there. And Sissom just slipped and fell down to the turf on his own. Boy, that's a huge loss back there for the Blue Devils. That's a huge loss. And Sissom went down on his knees. And Tyler Bird was rushing in. And when Tyler got to him and he went to his knees, Tyler just put his hands on him. And Sissom did a LeBron James act like he got knocked cuckoo and then comes up crying to the official. But Tyler Bird did nothing wrong. He was running full speed. He just stopped and put his hands on him. Didn't even hardly push him or nothing. And he just did a flop. But no call. So it's third and it looks like about 24. 
Third and 24 for the Blue Devils now from back at their own 29-yard line. System to throw. It's a screen pass to Duncan. Lindsay's out there and makes the stop. (laughs) Callahan, Lindsay. Red screen pass the whole way. The play only gains a yard. It'll now be fourth down and 20. That's great heads-up football by Callahan Lindsay from his linebacker spot. Read what they were trying to do. Got the screen out to the running back. He didn't bite on anything. Followed the play, went over there and made the tackle. Great job, Callahan Lindsay. It is fourth down and 20. And the Etowah sideline wants the clock to be rolling. The clock was not rolling. The clock had stopped. The clock should have rolled unless the Raiders took a timeout because he was tackled in the field of play. Yes, he was tackled. I agree. In the the field. clock should have still been running. And the stop clock's running now, and <laughs> the officials are talking. So maybe they're running it down to where it should be. Well, got to stop it sometime. I mean, clock is rolling now. Minute ten seconds left to go. Raiders will get one more shot at it. We're tied at 21 with 55 seconds left to go. And they're going to let this finally. Now the Raiders take a timeout. Yeah, they were, the officials were out there talking and the clock was still running after it had been stopped for about 10 seconds and no word was said, no motion. Hey, run it down to this, whatever's going on, who knows? Coach Scott Wisey takes a timeout as he saw it ticking down. There was still a lot of time left on the play clock because once they started rolling the clock late, but then they reset the play clock. So, therefore, they had another 40 seconds. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband to provide our Internet connection for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. 42 to 14, Fairview wins over West Point. Cherokee County blanks Hansville, 55 to nothing. And Susan Moore defeated Vinemont, 35 to 16. Here where we are at Good Hope, we're tied at 21. With 51 seconds left in this one. Edwalls in punt formation on 4th and 20. It's a low snap, but system gets away a kick. It is going to hit at the Raider 48. Be picked up by Malin at the 40. And he punches it back up to the 48-yard line. So the Raiders are 52 yards away from the end zone. And getting a win over the Etowah Blue Devils. They've only beaten Etowah one time. That came back in 2021 over at their place. This is only the fourth time the Raiders and the Blue Devils have met. Raiders are 1-2, and two, trying to even up the series and get a win in the region. The Raiders are 0-1 in the region. Need a win tonight. They're 52 yards away and 42 seconds. Trips to the right for Parker Johnson. Rutherford split left. Johnson on a quarterback draw. Picks up two yards to midfield. And... We're running a hurry up, but 28 seconds, 27. We're going to spike the ball to stop the clock. That'll bring up third down now for the Raiders. 
24 seconds left to play. Tied at 21. Raiders have it in midfield. Working toward the south end of the field here. To our left or your left as you listen. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Raiders and Blue Devils. It's been a good one. We've got 24 seconds left. Can the Raiders pull out a big win? They scored to end the first half in dramatic fashion. Hank Hudson on the carry. Hudson 45. Hudson down to the 41-yard line. And the Raiders have an injured player down on the field. Looks like it's Hudson again. And the official was down in the middle of the field, too. The white hat was laying on his back. A couple of Raiders had to help him up. I miss what happened to him. Hank Hudson being stretched out for a calf uh, calf cramp on the near sideline. Kind of good thing, I guess, for the Raiders. It isn't collegiate football. They'd run time off the clock for an offensive injury yeah. near the end of the game. Coach Scott and Coach Witcher are already telling the offense to get up there in the line of scrimmage and get set to spike the football. They haven't even got the chain set on the far side yet. Where's the chain? Set the chains. The chain's got to move. Now they're starting the clock and the chains aren't even set. Here's the Raiders. Play action to Cone. Johnson for three yards. Uh, we're just going to let it run out here. Clock is going to expire. Well, we may get it. We, spike. we, yeah, we spiked it. Raiders are able to spike it with two seconds left. So, Daniel, you're in practice every Wednesday. I know they go through one of these end-of-the-game plays. Did you see anything this week at practice Wednesday? No, because I didn't get a chance to put my play in. I got you. My play is you get three receivers on, on one side. Uh, a guy lined up, say, tight end on the other side. The quarterback rolls to the side of the three receivers, gets ready, runs up as far as he can, and he's going to chunk the ball all the way to the end zone, except he throws it across the field to the other to side. The other You've side. got one player who runs straight across the field going to the other side. That's my play. Here's the last play of regulation. And Etowah's going to take a timeout. We'll take a quick one with him. Back in a moment. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. The fight song playing in the background. The chop playing for the Raiders. Here's the end of regulation. We got two seconds left. We'll have trips to the white. One receiver left. 
High snap to Johnson. He gathers it down. Throws it to Malin. On a receiver screen. Malin 30. 25. 20. Malin down to the 22-yard line and knocked out of bounds. Regulation will end on a pitch and catch from Johnson to Malin. And we're going to overtime here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Overtime is next when Raider football continues. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope. I don't know, they're contemporary. They're not like everybody else. Live, 95. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95, Tommy Warhurst, alongside my brother Daniel. We started the evening tonight on the Boombox, the all-80s channel from Coleman's Live 95. And now, just like they do at ESPN, when one game ends, boom, they shift it over there to another one. Now we're on the big stick here at 95.5 FM, WRJMLP, Coleman, Alabama. And now imagine all the games are over besides ours, right? Fairview is still going on. But okay. They're up. Let's look back here. Last I saw, it was Fairview 42-14. Okay. So overtime procedure in high school football. They'll flip the coin, and you'll get an option to go on offense or defense first, and then the other team will pick their end of the field. The procedure, both teams will get the ball from the 10-yard line. Whoever gets the ball first, if they go in and score, then the other team gets the ball. They get an opportunity. And you do it till somebody wins. I don't have anywhere to be till 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> when we'll be on Beyond the Scoreboard locally on TV 25 in Coleman. You can also watch that on the All About Coleman Facebook page or on the WCQT TV Facebook page. It's Beyond the Scoreboard tomorrow morning with Lexi Anderson and myself where we recap high school football from around Coleman County. Visit with coaches and show highlights. That's tomorrow on Beyond the Scoreboard. Looks like we won the toss and we decided to play defense first, which is what what, what you, you normally do. do. That's exactly right. So we're going to, and it looks like we're going to be in on the south end of the of the stadium going into the south end zone so that's where both teams will get the ball from the 10 yard line we'll be on defense first and a wall wanted to go away from that raider band the band sets on the north end of the stadium overtime play will take place on the south end the open ends here at james w shable stadium raider fans on their feet urging on their defense what a performance tonight by this Raider football team. Coming in with a freshman quarterback who's never started a varsity game, taking over for the senior Colton Watley, who was injured last week. And what you got to watch right here, I'm thinking if they're going to put Reeves at quarterback and they're going to throw it up to System once they get a little closer. Now System is at quarterback, so we still got to watch these quick slants they like to throw. And a wall will have four wide. Three left, one right. 
Duncan in the backfield. Sissom on a keeper. Keller's got him in the backfield. Four Raiders are going to sack him back at the 25-yard line. They'll lose 15 yards. What a play by number nine, Zachary Keller. Got back there in the backfield, and Isaiah Owen was back there with him. Guillermo all day. And Colton Lindsey, Callahan Lindsey also back there. That's a huge loss. Great stop by the Raiders. So now it's second down and goal as we're in overtime here from Good Hope. Tied at 21. They keep Sissom at quarterback. They're from their own 25. Four wide. Sissom looking deep. Now he throws underneath to Duncan. Lindsey makes the stop on Duncan at about the 15, and he falls forward down to the 12. But it'll be third down and goal now for Etowah. Raider fans on their feet. They've been quiet most of the night, but they're not quiet now. They're on their feet as it's third down and goal for the Blue Devils. Sissom going to roll to his right. Gets good protection. Raiders are covering downfield. He throws in the end zone complete down there in the end zone to Kyle Reeves for the touchdown. Yep. Reeves, he was about, he was the first receiver off tackle on the right side, closest one to us. And he ran, well, what I used, one of my favorite routes, a post corner. He broke on the post, and then we got to the middle of the field, put his foot down, and went back to the corner, and Sissom put it on him. So now Mostella. On for the point after for Etowah. This one is huge. Etowah has just taken the lead in overtime. Snap is down. Kick is up. I think he missed it. I think he missed it. Oh, wow. They say it's good. I'm yeah. sorry, folks. It looked like it was shanked left. It just it went hard. Like when you pull one bad to the left side, that's what it looked like. But the officials say the kick was good. So with that, Etowah takes a 28-21 lead over the Raiders. Now the Raiders get a chance to go on offense and see if they can answer back. Parker Johnson will be in there at quarterback. Diamond formation around him. Running backs on either side in behind him from the shotgun. Inside the cone. Tyler Cone spinning and fighting his way down to the seven-yard line. Give him three on the carry. Yeah, just a lead play off the left side. Picks up three. And we're staying in that diamond formation. It'll be second down and goal for the Raiders. From the seven. We're in overtime. Etowah just took the lead. They scored on their first possession. Made it 28-21. Here's the Raiders now. Twins right with Rutherford and Hancock. Diamond formation. High snap to Johnson. He gets it down to Cone, but nowhere to go. The snap was high. Johnson had to leap to gather it in. And by the time he put it in the belly of Cone, Etowah was in the backfield. Been high snaps all night tonight. And you know what? Watley and 
Yeah, Parker Parker Johnson are about the same height, so it's not really a uh, a height difference, you wouldn't think, for the center. It could be an adrenaline thing, or it could be that Johnson is a little bit closer. Watley was playing deeper. He was. Watley was playing yeah. deep in a shotgun yeah. to pass. Johnson is, is a little bit closer in the diamond. Yeah. Here we go. Third down and goal for the Raiders. Same formation. And Wall wants to take a quick timeout. Well, we got two plays to get in. Yep. I mean, it's, it's just third down, but we got two plays to score. Hopefully we can put something together here where we don't have to go to fourth down. Yeah. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our internet connection for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Cyber Broadband, providing high-speed internet to rural Coleman County since 2004. They also service the industrial parks in downtown. They're the ones who get us our high-speed internet signal so that we can bring high school football to you in crystal clear digital quality here on Coleman's Live 95. Here's third down and goal in overtime for the Raiders from the 10. Diamond formation around Johnson. Receivers either side. Johnson wants to throw. Fires. It's, he was hit in the back. The pass went right into the hands of Etowah's Bradley Pledger. Pledger could not have had that pass delivered to him any better, and he dropped it. And he dropped it. Would have been ball game, everything over right then. And he dropped it, so we've got a fourth down play. we got to get it in the end zone. And luckily, Parker Johnson's not hurt because he yep. had a defender running wide open to his backside. He never saw him. Yep. He was hit dead in the back, got the pass away, but it fell incomplete. The ball game will be up next. It'll be fourth down and goal. Raiders take a timeout. Back in a moment. Live 95.5. I think it's great, man. Coleman's Live 95. Beautiful. Back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Overtime from James W. Shable Stadium in Good Hope. Edwall got the ball first in overtime. And score took the lead 28-21. Here's the final play for the Raiders. Fourth down and goal. Trips right. One receiver left for Parker Johnson from the shotgun. Johnson looking right. Firing in the end zone. Nope. Incomplete. He wanted to hit Malin over there on a post. Malin was open. The pass just a little bit long. Etowah gets a win over the Raiders. 28-21. to 21. Yep, we tried to run a little combo route with the three receivers to the far side and Malin running. What I said, my favorite route, a post corner goes in and cuts back to the outside. Just wasn't able to put it on him. Parker Johnson had a heavy rush coming at him that time too. Just wasn't able to complete the pass. 
What a big night, though, for the Raiders. Boy, they took this one right down to overtime from an impressive Etowah squad coming in here. Etowah gets the win, 28-21 over the Raiders. The Raiders will be home again next week. They'll host Addison as the Bulldogs come to town next week in a non-county or non-region game. Just always a good rivalry there with the Addison Bulldogs. And then after that, it's all region games the rest of the way for the Raiders. On October the 6th, they'll be at Hansfield. Then they're back home against Asheville on the 13th, and they close out with two region road games, October 20th at Fultondale and October 27th at Aniana. Daniel, we got to pick a Warhurst Team Realtors Raider of the Week. I've got an idea. Well, go ahead with yours. If you put it on me every week, and sometimes, <laughs> oh, now, sometimes now, you now you're going to put it back on me. Sometimes huh? you catch me off guard, I, but most of the time we're in the same. So I, I'll agree with anything you say. What are I, you thinking? I think I'm going to go with Hank Hudson after the first half Hudson had. He caused, he had three sacks, caused a fumble or two, and was responsible for the Raiders getting a touchdown or so in the first half. So I'm going to go with Hank Hudson, okay. our Warhurst Team Realtors Raider of the Week. So congratulations to you, Hank. You'll be presented with your medal on Wednesday at practice. Hank Hudson, the Warhurst Team Realtors Raider of the Week. Well, for my brother Daniel, I'm Tommy Warhurst saying so long, and thanks for listening to Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. The Good Hope Raiders Sports Network is presented by K&K Logging, and Raider football is brought to you in part by Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Paul McDonald Trucking, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Electric Co-op, Coleman Appliance Repair, Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, Denton Seamless Gutters, Zaxby's, Rock and Roll Sushi, and my team, the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. So long, everybody. Now we'll send you back to the studio and Friday night. No, not Friday Night Live. This has been Friday Night Live. I did that two weeks ago. We're gonna send, boy, that was that was gonna be good too, and I just blew it. We're gonna send you back to the studio now and Funkadelic Friday on Coleman's Live ninety five. Good night, everybody. Downstairs, gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal. Seeing everything, the time is going, ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing, gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus, I see my bus.